0: Let's talk about the game. Elbow, forearm, he's going to be down. The result of the play is a touchdown. And then the flag that was thrown on this was picked up. I don't know, did it get the face mask? So by rule, the game is over. The Lions Hangover. Thank you for joining me for the last video edition of the Lions Hangover podcast during the off season. It'll be audio only. So please find me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and subscribe to those shows. I look forward to all of those shows over the off season and you guys joining me. Uh, Of course, they've always been available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And I will be back when the season starts next year with brand new video episodes. So I'll be done with YouTube for a while. Going to take down the green screen. Not that you guys see it. It's always a Lions backdrop for you. Um, what a way to finish the season. The Lions win their last two games. They finish uh, nine and eight on the season. They destroyed, I will say, destroyed the Green Bay Packers and Karen Rogers. Uh. You know, it was it was close in the first half. Uh, it seemed like it took the Lions a bit to get going. But uh, in the second half, it wasn't as close as the score indicated as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the Lions scored 14 points in the second half and the Packers only scored once. Uh, but it really felt like... Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to do anything, or the Green Bay Packers for that matter, and the Lions were pretty much able to do whatever they wanted. I mean, they faltered a little bit in the second half, but for the most part, it was like you could see the implosion of the Green Bay Packers, and we will talk about that in a second. Let's go over some stats. So for the Detroit Lions, your quarterback, Jared Goff, finished 23 of 34 with 224 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. I have to say the first half, specifically the first quarter, was not for Jared Goff. He was missing a lot of throws, uh, a lot of incomplete passes. I I don't want to say dumb decisions, but just bad throws. Um, Even after he started to find his rhythm, a lot of his passes. And this has been the case for pretty much any outdoor game. Uh, If you've noticed throughout the season, I'm not trying to harp on them. He had a great year, but if you notice, outdoor games, uh, Jared Goff threw to the ground a lot, and uh, a lot of receivers were making ankle catches, and Amon Ross St. Brown had that awesome one-butt-cheek-and-three-toes catch. Uh, that was pretty amazing, and kudos to the refs for actually getting that right. I, I don't want to say that the game was officiated properly. Uh, they They missed some calls, but at the same time, they made some good calls, so... Uh, Jamal Williams went over a thousand yards. He was the leading rusher of the day. He finished with 16 carries, 72 yards, four and a half yards per average and two touchdowns, uh, passing Barry Sanders for the amount of rushing touchdowns in a season. So congratulations, Jamal Williams, Deandre Swift ran the ball six times for 25 yards, uh, Let's see. Khalif Raymond. Khalif Raymond was the leading receiver as far as yards go. He had 66. DeAndre Swift was the leading receiver as far as receptions go. He had seven for 61 yards. And Amon Ross St. Brown had six for 49 yards. Now, off of the score sheet is Jameson Williams, who had an amazing reception and an amazing touchdown, and he really got to showcase his speed. But it was called back on a holding penalty. And that was too bad. I can really sense the frustration for Jamison Williams. I really feel like uh, he he was frustrated. And I don't think it has anything to do with him. I just feel like uh, the Lions had no plans on using him uh, in critical situations. And I don't understand why. They just wanted to take it easy on him. I'm sure next year he will be uh, a huge part of this offense. I mean, why not? He was drafted, what, 12th in the first round? So – it's like we got to see flashes, but now we have to wait another eight months to really see uh, his full potential. Uh, if if that doesn't happen next season, then we've got some problems. Uh, defensively, I feel like the Lions were on top of their game. They did whatever they wanted, pretty much. I mean, nobody on the offensive side of the Green Bay Packers had a stellar day, and that is big credit to uh, uh, the Lions' defense. Mike Hughes finished as the leading tackler with five. So did Jacob. He had five. And Kirby Joseph, he had five tackles. He also had one interception. And he is right now, he gets credit for the last thrown ball by Aaron Rodgers. And uh, he's got that one interception. To me, as far as I'm concerned, he has two interceptions. But again, that play was called back because of another questionable Penalty call Uh, Alex Anzalone who had a terrific year Finished with three tackles Uh, Hutchinson huge game by Hutchinson He had three tackles Two sacks on Aaron Rodgers Two sacks on Aaron Rodgers Um, It it seemed like Joseph was making big plays Uh, I, I thought Jacobs played great I thought Hughes played great Anytime the Packers were throwing the ball Nobody was beating them uh, you could tell that the cold weather did play a part on both sides of the field uh, for the offenses, Green Bay's and Detroit's offenses. Uh, it, it seemed like that ball was really difficult to catch, um, and, and it really showed too. Aaron Rodgers he finished seventeen of twenty seven for only two hundred and five yards. He, he he did have one touchdown. Uh, and that one interception by Kirby Joseph, which is, you know, really two. Uh, Jones was their leading rusher. He had 12 carries for 48 yards. A.J. Dillon had nine carries for 33 yards. Christian Watson had two carries for 12 yards. Uh, Watson was their leading receiver. He had five catches for 104 yards, and Lazard had four catches for 41 yards. He had the lone touchdown from Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Now, defensively, this is where you really see the, the Packers just sort of implode. Uh, Quay Walker, I don't know what he was thinking, but he pushed that trainer, and there was, like, no need for it. And then who else was the other guy? I think it was 55 or 59. I can't tell. So it was either Campbell or Nagbar, uh, even possibly McDuffie. It might have been McDuffie. Uh, even he did like a little chest bump thing on the, on the lions trainer. And I almost felt like that that was just as dirty as what Quay Walker did. Uh, and then Douglas, right when the lions were going to snap the ball, he came and he just walked down the, the, the line of scrimmage and he just tried to move the ball, like try to take it away from Frank Ragnow. And it was the most confusing play. I think it was Frank Ragnow. I think it was regular play. It could have been for a punt. Um, it it was weird. It was weird. I've never seen, I've never seen that happen before. Uh, and apparently Quay Walker, he, he pushed a trainer earlier this year. Why are you pushing non-football personnel? Why are you pushing anybody to begin with? You know, if it's not a play going on and if it's happened before, what's wrong with you? Like, and he looked disgusted with himself after the game. So it's like, okay, great. He has some sort of remorse, but It's just what a bonehead move. I'm so happy that guy doesn't play for the Lions. Uh, This may or may not be Aaron Rodgers' last game. I hope he retires. And it's not just because I don't like him. It's just he no longer serves a purpose for me. There was a time when the Lions were at their worst. I did not want Aaron Rodgers to retire until the Lions could beat him. Like in Lambeau Field in green Bay. Like I just, you always want to beat the best. So the lions have won three in a row against green Bay three in a row. They've won seven out of 12. And for the last 10 years, they are 10 for 10 green Bay has not owned us. There's been some sort of, especially in the media, you saw it this week where, uh, Everybody thought Green Bay was going to win, except Tony Dungy and everybody in Michigan. Uh, And I honestly don't know why they felt that way, because we had just as much of a chance. We were playing for just as much as far as I'm concerned. We both wanted to finish 98, 9 and 8. And of course, the Lions were not going to make the playoffs, and that was too bad. But that didn't change what we needed to do for that game because 9 and 8 sounded so much better than 8 and 9. And we finished with a winning record for the first time since 2017, since before Matt Patricia. Last time we finished 9 and 7, which, you know, now we play an extra game. uh, The Lions fired their coach, and that was Jim Caldwell. (laughs) So much different feeling this year. Uh, and I would argue that we're a better team than we were in 2017 as well. I 2017 probably had a better defense, but. Um, it, this was an amazing game. It was the best way to finish out the 2022 season. Uh, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a short episode because I don't have to preview anything for next week. And that, and that makes me sad, but, you know. There's, There was no one single play. The Khalif Raymond catch, that was sweet. And he was down before he was in the end zone. So that's not a problem there. Uh, that was maybe one of Goff's best throw throws the entire season. Uh, it's just, it's a good game it's a good way to finish. I hope this is Aaron Rodgers' last game. I hope he doesn't come back. We no longer need him. He's no longer the benchmark for if this is a good season or if it's a bad season. The Lions this is a rivalry. This is a legit rivalry. We are 10 in 10 the last 20 matchups. We and currently are dominating, you know. We've we've won 7 out of 12. We've won the last 3 straight. We are dominating during Some of Green Bay's best years. Aaron Rodgers, one of Aaron Rodgers' best years was last season. I know he only played half that game last year, but a win is a win. People don't think of that, you know, when you look at the overall record. I'm sure Green Bay has some wins when maybe we were resting players, you know, and actually they didn't win in 91. Green Bay did not. So I was going to say that was last time, that they were really bad and maybe we were in a position to rest some players, but we didn't and we won. Um, yeah, it just, I, I hope he retires because I'm tired of the media kissing his ass. Like Aaron Rodgers was good. Aaron Rodgers is no good. He's a weird dude and he can be weird. As a retiree Maybe he's going to go play in Las Vegas I don't know But his salary is ruining the Green Bay Packers So honestly, hey, I hope he keeps playing uh, I don't really care He doesn't scare me The Packers don't scare me uh, it, I did mention last week That uh, the cold weather Lambeau Field kind of scares me But it. even though there were signs Of the cold weather affecting the Lions They were still able to get it done Green Bay had to play in the same weather And they seemed uh, just as uh uh m- much they seemed like they were struggling just as much as the Lions were on offense as far as being able to throw the ball, catch the ball, run the ball. Uh it, it was a very defensive heavy game. Um there's lots of things that I saw that I hope the Lions are able to improve on over the off season. And we will talk about that over multiple shows during the off season. Remember Spotify, Apple Podcasts, find me. I've already got lots of shows lined up of things I want to talk about. Um, I, I think that's it. I don't know. I'm a I'm a day removed from the game. Uh, it was awesome. It was. I remember feeling like we had won a playoff game. Like it. That's what it felt like. Things went our way finally to end the season. And it really felt like that—that that moniker of the same old Lions. It really felt like that—that that is dead. Um, even though I wasn't a big fan of that through the season, I never used that term uh, as far as like calling the Lions that. Uh, it just—but you can just tell this is a different team. They play differently. Uh, a lot of momentum going into the offseason. They—they finished eight and two on the year. The second half of the season, they finished eight and two after starting one and six. Nobody would have thought that. And yeah, if, if they could have won one more game of that first seven games that they played, if they could have just one of those close games, if they could have won that Minnesota game, if they could have won that game against the Eagles, the very first game, you know, all of those games that they should have won, but they just didn't, you know, because they were still trying to figure out if they had just been able to win one of those games, uh, Uh, The Carolina game, if they were able to win the Carolina game, Uh, the Lions would be in the playoffs right now and we'd be talking about playing San Francisco, which, man, I don't know if we beat San Francisco, but why not? We have a better chance than Seattle does, that's for sure. Um, Anyway, don't forget to find me on all the socials. I will continue to do uh, 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 polls on Twitter. I will continue to post stuff on Instagram. And of course, that gets pushed to Facebook. So please find me at all of those. That's the Lions Hangover podcast. Uh, and please, 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 if you hear this, subscribe and follow. Uh, smash that subscribe button on YouTube. Even though I will see you next season. There might be like one or two videos, uh, you know, to keep your hopes up, just to tease you a little bit. Uh, but definitely Spotify, Apple Podcasts, that's where I'm at. It's free, Apple Podcast and Spotify It's free, you do not have to pay any money for anything You can get Spotify for free and listen to the show You can have Apple Podcasts, maybe not if you're a Samsung user But if you're an Apple guy, you can listen to Apple Podcasts for free That's where I am, that's where you will find me for the next um, Seven and a half months, probably And then, you know, I'll make an appearance uh, With next year's predictions I'll tell you right now off the top of my head, the the bar is nine and a half. That should be the over under nine and a half. And we should be able to win realistically looking at our schedule right now before the draft. And of course, the draft free agency, that's going to change everything. But looking at it right now, there's no reason the Lions can't win 10 games. I feel like they should be able to win 11 games. Uh, that's going to be the bar. That's going to be the standard. They will be the favorites to win the NFC North, and they might be the favorites for a very long time. If they can keep this team together, the nucleus of this team, if they can keep this coaching staff together, please, Ben Johnson, please, Aaron Glenn, don't leave. We're building something. Do you want to be a crappy coach and not win any Super Bowls? Or I'm just trying to get their hopes down. I'm trying to destroy their confidence. I'm sure they'll do fine. We're definitely building towards something fantastic. If they stay, there's no doubt, maybe even next year. What if we win 12 games? What if we are the San Francisco 49ers next year? What if everybody is bowing down to us? What if we are the Philadelphia Eagles? We literally, the way we are trending right now, are literally at, we just laid the foundation of a potential dynasty. Yes, I said it, dynasty. Trust me. Think of all the rookies that contributed this year. We are a young team. We, it it was amazing. If we can keep this team together, we are destined for good stuff. So I'm, I'm really going to get into all of that excitement and the hype, uh, during the off season. So again, please Spotify, Apple podcasts, find me if you haven't already. And, uh, that's where I will be, uh, Other than that, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching all season. I appreciate every single one of you that has listened this season, that has watched this season. uh, And I hope you join me again. Yeah. Take care, everybody.